This is the East Idaho PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. That's right. Welcome in another edition of the East Idaho PrepCast on IdahoSports.com, breaking out everything in Districts 5 and 6, week in, week out in the state of Idaho. My name is Brandon Bainey, joined as always by our East Idaho expert, Sean Kane. Sean, what's going on? Uh, you know, just enjoying the heat wave, I guess. <laughs> it's yeah. hot out there. I had one football coach tell me it's hotter than the surface of the sun outside. I'm not sure it's that hot, but not too far off. Um, speaking of uh, teams that are hot, we're, we're going to talk, uh, of course, high school football on this week's edition of the East Idaho Prep Guest. But we wanted to bring on a guest because this has been a, a program that has been on the rise and has been pretty hot uh, over the last couple of years since this guy took over as head coach. Let's go ahead and welcome in head coach of the Bonneville Bees football program, Kevin Kempf. Coach Kemp, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks, Brandon. Thanks, Sean. Love being on the show. So tell us a little bit about uh, how you got the job at Bonneville and what you've done in, in a pretty short amount of time to really turn around a program that had been um, down a little bit. Well, you know, um, I, I started um, as a linebacker coach and then um, did that for a little bit and then then became the defensive coordinator. And, you know, and then when... Uh, when Coach Virgil uh, decided to move on, uh, it, it provided an opportunity for, for me to put in for the head coaching job. And, you know, I was, I was blessed to be chosen. And, um, you know, I say it all the time, but it's really the, the favorite part of my day. I love being around those kids and, and, and love, uh, love being part of a culture change there at Bonneville. And, uh, you know, just slowly but surely, we're just trying to, trying to get better every day. There seems to be uh, uh, an excitement uh, and a buzz, you know, part of the pun, but a buzz around this Bonneville program. You've done a really nice job of of engaging the fan base, engaging the parents, and creating an excitement around these these young student athletes at Bonneville as well. Oh, could you, can you hear me, well, Coach? Yeah, yeah. It just it just broke up a little bit at the end. Um, okay. um, but I, I think I heard most of your question. Um, and you know, the, the program was ripe for it, the program, um, you know, our fan base, our parents, our school, our administrators, you know, they, um, they're, they're ready for it. They're ready for a a change. Uh, they want to see some, uh, some, some, some wins on Friday nights and, um, you know, we've got the right kids. We've got the right coaches. Um, you know, this year is an exciting, exciting season for us, um, you know, we just came off a, a pretty big win uh, Friday against Century High School, and we face Rigby uh, this this upcoming Friday. And uh, you know, we're we're friends with with Armando Gonzalez and his his coaching staff up there. And you know, I, I I'll say it. You know, today I'll say it then. But if you, you give me an option of playing the, the best team in Idaho um, or the worst team in Idaho, I'll choose the best team in Idaho every single time. That's how you get better as a football team is playing the best. Yeah, I know Armando Gonzalez is another coach that's brought in a lot of excitement to his program. He's he's energetic, excitable. You, you had a nice win over Century last Friday night. And I don't know if you know this or not, Coach Kemp, but, but Sean actually teaches and coaches at Century High School. So, <laughs> yeah, he kind of kind of took it took a took us down there a little bit. But yeah, it was a it was an exciting game, and looks like on Friday. Not only was it an exciting game, you guys did a great job in um, honoring the former coach um, Friday night as well, too, right? 
Yeah, thank you, Sean and Brandon. I'll tell you, what's interesting is um, when we look back on that game in, in five or 10 or 15 years, you know, our, our kids won't remember that win. They won't. What, what they'll remember is coming together at the middle of the field before the game, shaking hands with Century football team, uh, the class acts that Century High School was and is, and just just the overall feelings of, of together um, in a game like that, you know, honoring the Lampard family. I mean, those those that's the good stuff. I mean, that, that, that's what high school football is all about. And so, yeah, we were it was a great tribute to Brian. Great, tri great tribute to his family. And, um, you know, the fact that we came out of there with a win certainly, you know, is a is a really, really great thing for us. Yeah. Take us back to that day last winter when uh, you heard the awful news about uh, Coach Brian Lampard and, and, and what had happened to him. Yeah, I missed the, maybe the first part of that question, but were you asking about uh, about Coach Lampard? Yes. And, and yeah, take us back to that that day this past winter when you found out the awful news. Yeah. So, you know, coach Lampard and I played football together back in, back in the day in college. And, um, and he and I have been, been best friends for, for many, many years. And, and Brian's been a, a new Orleans police officer for over 25 years. And, um, and so when he, um, he had an injury down there as a police officer and, and, um, had, had the opportunity to come up and coach football with us over the past two years and then ultimately retire from New Orleans police, uh, police department. So, um, he, yeah, he helped us coach quarterbacks and, and defense. And Brian was one of the smartest, uh, football players and coaches that I, that I know. And, um, um, but tragically in February, um, you know, Brian took his own life and, um, you know, as, as frankly, as too many police officers do these days, I mean, they're just going through so much. There's so much, you know, PTSD, I think that's going on. Uh, with with uh, those that serve either in our military or our police ranks. And so, you know, any time that we can we can show love towards and, and support towards, you know, our, the men and women in blue that wear a uniform, you know, we're, we're never going to miss an opportunity to do that. And so uh, Brian will never be forgotten. He'll, he'll be a Bonneville B for, for the rest uh, of the existence of, of Bonneville High School. So you had a special tribute to Brian on Friday night. Um, you had special uniforms that were made. Tell us how that came about. Yeah. I mean, listen, Rockwell homes, you know, they're, they're one of the leading home builders, of course, in Idaho falls. They're just amazing. They're amazing what they do. And, you know, literally out of the blue, we get a call from them and said that they would like to donate $20,000 in Brian's name and purchase our, our, our kids new uniforms. And so those Nike uniforms that we, that we purchased because of Rockwell homes, I mean, they are amazing. I've been around football for, for a long time, 40 plus years. And I can't remember having uniforms uh, like that. I mean, the quality, the, the look, the style. Um, hats off to our, our administrators, um, our principal, Levi Owen, and our athletic director, Tyler Johnson, who approved, uh, approved having black uniforms and with gold and white. And our kids love them. Our fans love them. And, and again, probably wouldn't have happened without Rockwell Homes and, and how th that thoughtful gesture on their part. It's pretty amazing. So it was different colors. And then was there was there a patch or was there something commemorating Coach Lampard as well? Yeah. Yeah. Before the game on Friday, you know, we had all of uh, Lamp the Lampard family out 
and um, and we we created these little helmet stickers that um, are in a New Orleans Saint um, like logo, and we put B L of course Brian's initials inside of them. So we did a little helmet ceremony, and um, you know our, our our captain of the team J Jacob Perez, who had a very close relationship with Brian, spoke, and then um, and then yeah, all of our kids put that put that sticker on. And so again, just one more way for us to, uh, you know, to, to remember Brian, coach Lampard. And, um, you know, he's this, Brian's this tough, hardcore blue collar guy. And, and that's the kind of football team we're trying to to develop here at Bonneville. So it, it fit perfectly. Yeah. Sean and I were talking about, uh, you know, what we were going to talk about on the prep cast today with you. Um, he, he brought up something that I hadn't even noticed and that was late in the game. Um, you had a player score a defensive touchdown, right, Sean? And and then yeah. what happened? And and then it's your guys's um, culture now that if you score a touchdown, you get to give the football out, right? And I just thought that was a great story. And uh, he runs back a sixty-yard touchdown. In fact, I just saw the the highlight of it, which he just rips it out, kind of standing. What a yeah. great play by um, Jack. Help me with the last name. Romander. Romander. Yeah, just. They're in a pile. He grabs it out, runs it back 60 yards. And uh, what a great play for a defensive player. I love those. But but really the cool thing is he got to take that new ball and give it to the to Brian's family up in the stands, right? And what that's just that was just I just think that's just amazing and just uh yeah. what a cool thing. And I know the century fans too were just thought that was great and just totally backed and cheered that too, even even though you know the play happened. But what a what a great moment for the family and the team and those, and those things, man, that's what they'll remember. Like you said, for sure. Yeah, totally. Something that we started last year. We, we have a, a big bag of foot, brand new footballs on the sideline. If you score a touchdown, we give it to you. You can take it up to your girlfriend, your mom, your dad, a friend. Unfortunately, last year, we didn't, we didn't give away too many footballs because uh, <laughs> we didn't score many points, but what made that extra special Sean and, and Brandon was um, the Romander family. First off, Bobby Romander is our assistant head coach and defense coordinator, and that's his son, Jack Romander. And the Romanders were very, very close with, with Brian Lampard. Like they had a very, very special relationship with him and their family. So it just made it even that much more sweet for Jack to do what he did. And, um, and, and again, you said it best, Sean. Those are the types of things that will be remembered forever. Not, not, not what the score was, not who won or lost, but those feelings that you have, um, and, and demonstrations of, of, of being a, being a classy program like Bonneville is like century is that's the stuff that matters. I mean, at the end of the day, we're developing young men. We want them to be great fathers and husbands and coworkers. And, and, um, so yeah, it was a pretty special moment. So this was a great tribute for, for coach Lampard and he had family, uh, from all over at the game. So now what do you do moving forward? Does this become a yearly thing where, you're still raising awareness for, you know, suicide prevention and those types of things. Yeah. I mean, we're doing it not only as a team, but you know, my wife, uh, my wife, Heather, our, our family have been, has been just you know hit in very, very tragic ways. My, my wife, Heather's lost two little brothers to suicide. Um, and it's just, it's just horrific. And, and so any, any chance we can get either on the field, off the field where we can point awareness to, to, suicide um, and, um, and and point people to resources um, to avoid those those tragic events of course we're going to do it as a football program as it relates to coach Lampard um, you know at the end of this year at our at our annual awards banquet um, 
you know, with, with his mom's help, Mrs. Lampard, we're going to be giving out a team award um, to, to a player that demonstrate, demonstrates the best um, um, team player award. Someone that, you know, just doesn't mind taking a back seat if they need to take a back seat, but all, all in the interest of uh, being a team player. You know, we, we have shirts that were made that have a, a big giant team. And then underneath it says me um, to, again, to simulate, you know, big team, little me and all, all in the interest of, of what coach Lampard was all about. And so, yep, it's, I, I hope it it, 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 it goes into our culture of, of a team and it, you know, and, and it helps us be, you know, a better football team. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your team. Uh, Anthem Dalkey has played really well to start off the year. Uh, I know you've got a, a bunch of speedy backs and receivers, but who who's really stood out as leaders of this team so far? Yeah, you mentioned them. Anthem Dalkey, you know, rushed for you know for, you know 161 yards on Friday night, 16 carries. Um, you know, when we went down and played Logan High School, first time he touched the ball, he ran it for you know in for a touchdown for a punt return, but but sadly, uh, you know, we made made a mistake um, and uh, you know blocked someone on the back. Um, it was a legit call from a ref. And it brought the punt back. And, um, you know, that Logan High School game, even though we lost, we probably learned more from that loss than we would have if we would have beat them by three touchdowns, you know, because we came back and spent hours upon hours upon hours of diagnosing that game where we first as coaches can get better, uh, where, where we can improve as players. And, um, and so that loss will turn out to be a blessing for us in the future. You know, really, Brandon, we've broken up this season into three segments, and our and our players have heard this a hundred times from me. First segment is preseason. Logan High School, Century High School, Rigby High School. Do we want to win those games? Absolutely. But I'm telling you, in the, in the locker room after each game, I'm just simply asking the question, did we get better? And if we got better, um, then that's a success. The second segment, of course, is, is conference, and that's that's the tournament. And that first that first conference game is Idaho Falls coming to town next next Friday, and and we had better play better than we have the first three games. And um, that, you know Idaho Falls, and then Shelley Thunder, um, and then Hillcrest. And you probably know how I feel about Hillcrest, but if you don't, I'd be happy to explain it to you. Um, and then and then we finish the season with Blackfoot and and or I'm sorry Skyline, then Blackfoot. So. We have got to win a bunch of conference games and get a good seed in the playoffs. And of course, the third segment is just that our playoffs and what we do in the playoffs and how we play, how we represent Bonneville. So last preseason game is this Friday against Rigby. We, we, we'd better be able to answer the question, you know, if we got better. Um, and then it's tournament time, baby. Idaho Falls is coming to town and we we're going to be ready. Go ahead, Sean. Oh, yeah, I was like I've said earlier on the the cast. I think the four A your guys' conference is maybe one of the toughest football conferences in the whole state, five A or four A or three A, whatever. Because every team, I think, on your schedule is gonna, it's just gonna be a battle. And and you know, and you know, the championship team comes out has come out of that conference a few years in a row. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, I mean, like you said, if you want to play the best, you're in the best one of the best conferences, and you're gonna have to compete. Uh, super hard you know just to make the playoffs so like i like i said it's it's a tough conference oh man it is it's a bruising conference and you know as head coaches we're, we're all pretty much friends i mean we talk all the time uh, i talked to marty duffin and and uh and moss holder and wells i talked to berger talked to those guys all the time and and we know we know what we're up against and um and without question 
I mean, this is a bruising, bruising conference every single week. But at the same time, again, if you're a competitive person, I mean, this is what you want. You want the best. I, I want to play the best. And, and even though we're going to get our butts kicked sometimes, and um, it's good for us. It's good for our character. It's good for adversity. It's good for building young men. So, I, I mean, I love it. I freaking love it. This, this Friday night going up against Rigby, I mean, on film, that's that, they're the best team that I've seen on film in a long time. Oh, my heavens. They are big, strong, and fast. And, of course, I think, I think they're coached by one of the best head coaches in Idaho, Armando. Um, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I wouldn't want it any other way. I want to I want to get our backs to the wall. I want to go up there and I, I want to give Armando and that team every single thing we've got and um, see what happens. Well, that's one thing I learned about your team. Uh, I was on the call for your first playoff game last year against Pocatello, and it was a similar thing. You took uh, what was a really explosive Thunder offense and buttoned it down and really held them in check for the most part and until late in the second half. And so I know your team always comes out and competes. It's been really fun to watch the development of this program as you've taken it over and guided it. And I know it's not solely you, right? You've got a lot of great assistant yeah. coaches, and it's parents and players, right? It's a, it's yes, a village sir. effort. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is, Brandon. Thanks for saying that. And, and Sean, I'm telling you, I'm not just saying this. I mean, I could recount uh, your past several shows. I watch your show every single week. And and I appreciate the things that you say about Bonneville um, because, you know, I, I just I appreciate you're always mentioning the energy right now around the program and and that stuff's not lost on us. And, and I appreciate you noticing those things. And we just got to come come out and get after it, you know, and just play our best football. See what happens. Definitely. All right. Well, Kevin Kemp, head coach of the Bonneville Bees, thank you so much for joining us. Best of luck uh, this Friday night against Rigby. Um, I say that to every team that goes in to play <laughs> Rigby this year. Um, they're they're good. Yeah. I got to I got to see them play Coeur d'Alene in the first game, and they are legit, no doubt about it. So it'll be they a fun game, legit. though. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate Thanks. you guys. Appreciate all you do for high school sports. Really. Thank you. Thank you. Take okay. care, coach. Thanks, we'll see you later. Bye. Yep. Bye. All right, Sean, there you go. Head coach Kevin Kemp of the uh, Bonneville Bees. Uh, before we duck out and, and conclude the prep cast, we did want to touch on a couple of other topics, Sean. Westside, again, 34 wins in a row. This time they beat a Leighton Christian team from Utah that had put up like 30-plus points in each of their first several games, and they shut them out. I mean, death taxes in Westside football, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I You know, we were, we were keeping up to date with that score, and but – like it, like Westside is always the defense, you know, they, they just don't allow any points and it's kind of hard to win if you don't score. <laughs> I mean, you're just not going to, you're just not going to come away with it. So yeah, definitely Westside is the, is the team we thought they were the, yeah, you gotta, you gotta do your taxes and play Westside. Yeah. It's uh it's crazy to see what they do week in week out. Um, on the football schedule this week, we've got a lot of exciting matchups for East Idaho game night, as well as Gate City game night on East Idaho game night on IdahoSports.com. Uh, we've got uh, Madison taking on Idaho Falls at Ravston Stadium. That used to be a conference game, not anymore. Idaho Falls 4A now, Madison 5A. Uh, Idaho Falls looking for their first win of the year, which, again, I think they're a pretty good team. They've just gotten off to a tough start. Yeah, you know. They, they've had a couple kind of tough games and that with Thunder Ridge and uh, that I think that'll be a test. Madison's coming off a loss to 
Blackfoot. So I that's kind of a it's kind of I think a both game a big game for both programs. Kind of just get back right in the right direction. Definitely. Um, we've got as well the uh, the Salmon Savages uh, on IdahoSports.com this Friday night. They're traveling all the way over to Cary to play Coal Valley Christian in a neutral site game. What do you think of this, Sean? Salmon playing Coal Valley and they're meeting kind of in the middle in Cary. And, uh, you know, I think Coal Valley Christian is a team willing to travel. They they came down to Westside last year, too. Um, and what I remember about Coal Valley Christian is where they didn't have a lot of kids every kid was gigantic that was one of the biggest uh teams i i remember seeing all year just period that every kid was i don't know six three and ate a lot of hamburgers so uh <laughs> i i like that they go and travel and it should that should be an in, just kind of an interesting you know you see there's a few more just kind of interesting non-conference matchups with people willing to travel so it should be a fun one for sure Definitely. And Salmon will be the home team in that matchup. So it is an East Idaho game night on IdahoSports.com, even though it's in Cary, which is in the uh, Magic Valley. Also, Shelly will be at Burley for a Magic Valley game night matchup, but Shelly is from East Idaho. The Russets, uh, they're kind of off to a tougher start than I thought. Uh, 0-2 and uh, kind of got run over by Sugar Salem in their annual rivalry game last week. Yeah, a game that's been close a couple uh, several years, and, and they both both teams take that game very seriously. And I think Sugar Salem is just really good this year. I think they're they're going to beat a lot of teams maybe by that score. And um, last week we got to see Burley, so we know Burley can score point, points in a hurry. So th- this should be a kind of an interesting uh, non-conference game. Can Shelley's defense kind of slow down that Burley fast-paced offense? Yep, for sure. And then we've got a pair of Gate City Game Night broadcasts on tap for you. Uh, first time this year we're bringing you Gate City Game Night. Just the Pocatello schools. It's presented by Lookout Credit Union. Uh, first up is Highland at Century. Both of these teams are 0-2. So somebody getting their first win of the year it might be a tall order for Century. I mean, Highland just, just barely lost to Skyline last week. Yeah, Highland, uh, it's their first 0-2 start since 2016. And and Century is just a, a, a really kind of fresh new team coming out. I think it'll be pretty difficult for them to come away with a win, but you know, like everyone, everyone gets excited and really wants to play the game. So it should be fun um, under the lights out at Century, which if you ever get a chance to go watch a game out there, it's it's pretty nice with the mountains and the sunset. So that should be fun. Good scenic backdrop for sure. And then uh, the game will be on the call for Sean, you and I, we will be uh, at the debut of Lookout Field, the brand new facilities for Pocatello High School as the Thunder host Twin Falls in a non-conference game on Gate City Game Night as well. I'm very excited to see the, this beautiful new facility. Yeah, I've, I've driven by a little bit, but I'm, I'm excited to get out there and look at it. And uh, just a lot of buzz, you know, to finally have their own Pocatello to have their own field. I you know, I went to Pocatello High School and always had to go up to the mini dome. And I mean, we won't we won't get into that conversation, but uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, for the kids to have, you know, their own field, man, that's just going to be great. What a great thing for the program. And and uh, they and Pocatello got rolling uh, last week. So I, th- I think they're ready for uh, I think which has got to be a pretty strong Twin Falls team as they were able to kind of beat Valley View. And we got to see Valley View, which I thought was a good team as well. So. And Twin Falls is two and zero, and Pucktel is one and one. I think this is going to be a pretty good matchup. Yeah, definitely, it's going to be a lot of fun for sure. And 
Um, let's wrap up with uh, just a quick highlight of what went on in the other sports. Uh, we, we previewed the Peg Peterson Memorial Tournament last week uh, that Highland hosts every year, one of the premier regular season volleyball tournaments. And uh, Highland, the host school, gets the win, Sean. How exciting. Yeah, yeah great. They won the gold bracket. Uh, that's really good. They're, you know, with all the tough teams there, I mean, that's a great way to start your season for Highland for sure. And Middleton out of Boise won the silver and also East Idaho Preston takes home the bronze bracket. So East Idaho kind of almost sweeping, sweeping there. Yeah. Uh, Highland had to beat Kimberly uh, twice in a row. They had to beat them back to back to uh, get the win, but they did. So that was really impressive from Highland as the uh, Rams continue their great start to the season. Um, Sean, you've also been paying attention to what's going on on the links. You're you're a big golf fan. What's going on? There? I've been I've been trying to you know some some of the golfers are kind of razzing me. You know what? We don't get any uh, shout outs, but uh, Lorna Son from Century High School, um, the last two weeks has won the Burley Invitational. She took first in the girls bracket, and she took second in the Minico Invitational. So two uh, really strong finishes from Lauren. Um, who finished third last year at state um, and, you know, Minico won for a golf last year and, and uh, she took second in their tournament and won the Burley one. So some nice, nice job from Lauren out there uh, playing that, playing that golf sport. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Twin falls rolled to the team title in, in the girls competition at that Minico invite. I do know that. Um, oh yeah. Like most girls sports uh, twin falls pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, well, that's what, they took the second as kind of a bigger deal because Twin Falls was at that Minico one and to, to end up in, in second place against a very strong Twin Falls girls golf program forever. Um, it's just a great feat for her. So that, that was pretty neat to see. Definitely. Um, we also uh, were on uh, coverage of cross country this past weekend, Sean. Uh, we talked about that, the Cardinal Classic uh, from Soda Springs. Um in terms of what happened there, it was a great day. It was, you know, we thought it was going to be unbearably hot for, for the two races, but it actually wasn't bad. It, 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 you know, the weather stayed nice, mostly because the wind was blowing. The girls competition was up first. The Preston girls like ran away, like ran away with the title. They had seven in the top. What was it? They had, they had five in the top 20, seven in the top 50. <laughs> that i mean that's crazy, that's that's right? a lock that locks it up quickly without you know, how that works yeah yeah so if you look at the uh like the official team scores preston ends up winning with like 46 points or something crazy it was yeah it was really insane um neela roberts ends up winning the individual title the fantastic junior dynamo from skyline she ran a time of 19 27 71 shaved a minute off her season debut time and won by more than 30 seconds over second place courtney earl of thunder ridge and then on the boys side you know it was the out-of-state uh schools that did really well in fact the top four spots all went to out-of-state competitors um the highest finish by and East Idaho boy was Caden Gentry from the host Soda Springs. He took seventh overall at the Cardinal Classic. So good competition all around. And of course, Neela Roberts from Skyline. We mentioned the individual champ. She wins pretty much every competition she's in. We will be broadcasting cross country again this Friday, Sean. I'll be up in Idaho Falls in the during the day at Freeman Park for Tiger Grizz. So how well, exciting is that? Yeah, that's, you know, that's the 
premier kind of cross-country event in East Idaho, year in, year out. And a lot of, uh, you know, you win Tiger Grizz, your chances of winning state is very high. So what a great event. You guys were there last year for the first time, I believe. So yes, um, you, you are aware of how it works. And uh, I'm sure you got, I'm sure you and is anyone else helping you? Uh, it's going to be me and Logan Green on the yeah, call. Yeah, you guys will do a great job doing that, and then you're going to have to hurry and come do some football with me. But <laughs> Yeah, we're going to branch off to our respective games. Logan's going to go to Ravston Stadium for that Idaho Falls-Madison matchup, and I'll be headed to uh, Lookout Field uh, in Pocatello. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun um, to to broadcast Tiger Grizz. So, Neela Roberts, the favorite there. She uh, wins pretty much every race she competes in, and she was our first Big deal of the week. We're bringing this back on IdahoSports.com. It just dropped today, actually, where uh, it's sponsored by Project Filter, and we basically highlight a different athlete around the state each and every week, and we do a little Q&A with them. And so we caught up with Neela after the race on Saturday, and she was our first big deal of the year and uh, well-deserved. So you'll have to check that out at IdahoSports.com as well. And then I wanted to also mention before we duck out of here, Sean, um, in girls soccer last week, you know, we've talked a lot about Highland and Skyline and Pocatello and the bigger schools, but we haven't really talked much 3A soccer. And of course, we know Sugar Salem's always really good and Marsh Valley and, you know, American Falls quietly having a really strong year as well. And this kind of flew under the radar. And so I wanted to, to shed some light on it because this is this is kind of a big accomplishment. But um, last week, American Falls picked up a six to one win over Marsh Valley, which first of all, okay, message sent Beavers might be the new team to beat in East Idaho in three a, but in the process, Kaylee hunt scored four goals in the game, which is pretty impressive. But those four goals also pushed her over the 100 career, uh, 100 goal mark for her career, which is outstanding. Yeah, that is just, that's just outstanding. And if you, I, I don't know if you were in Idaho then a few years ago, a great player came out of American Falls, Maria Sanchez. Um, she played at ISU, then went to another college, but she still plays on the Mexico national team. So American Falls has some has some soccer brewing in there for sure. Yeah, so congratulations to Kaylee Hunt, who uh, crosses the 100 career goal mark. That was uh, reported by the Idaho State Journal. So, wow, that's that's so so cool. What an accomplishment. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully that's she gets awesome. a signed ball or something, right? To put in yeah. the put in the trophy case because that that's that's not very many people are gonna do that. That's very tough to do in a high school career. So congratulations there. So uh yeah, basically lots of exciting stuff going on this week. Um, we didn't get to dive into as, as many of the matchups as we wanted to, but we you know wanted to bring on Kevin Kempf, the head football coach at Bonneville. Uh what a great topic. Um, and what a what a great story and a great team. He's really got something brewing up there at Bonneville. Yeah, I mean, he, it's it's almost like the bee's knees or something. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think he was, you know, one of his first games was the first game we broadcast together against Century a few years ago. I think that might have been one of his first games he ever coached. So kind of kind of uh, kind of funny that we were all back together. <laughs> um doing this and uh he's doing a lot better than me and you but you know we're, right. we're gonna get we're gonna give it our best shot <laughs> but we're, yeah. we're, we're still trying to improve every day just like those <laughs> yeah. bonneville bees but yeah, yeah you're you're right i kind of forgot about that we all kind of started together which is which is funny to think about um but he brought up a great uh topic of, of suicide prevention and and suicide prevention awareness if you are out there and you're struggling i know there are lots of veterans that um struggle 
and feel like they have nobody to talk to. You know, Congress just made the national suicide hotline number a lot easier to remember. It used to be nine digits and it was really hard. It's 988. That's the number now. Congress passed it. If you dial 988, it's going to put you in touch with somebody on the suicide prevention hotline that that can help you talk through whatever it is you're going through. And, and before you make that choice, reach out because there is somebody that that can help you and somebody that can, that can listen. So again, 988 is that suicide prevention uh, hotline number. Very important topic. Absolutely. And like Coach Kemp said, it's it's about relationships and and that's what's so important having all the coaches, you know, in Idaho having those relationships with the players and stuff. And always remember there there's someone that cares about you out there. And uh, I know as being a coach is I, you know, anyone called me, I'd be there to help them at any minute. So you just just remember those relationships. There's always someone um, that's willing to help you out or talk to you or to use that number. But yeah, just remember there is always someone there for you. Definitely. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to another edition of the East Idaho prep cast. Uh, enjoy all of the games going on. We have such a slew of games every week in East Idaho football games uh, that you can watch totally free on idahosports.com. Doesn't cost you anything. Um, all this, all the content we produce is free. You know, I do the weekly rewind where I recap as much stuff as I can. We do the prep casts, the game streams. It's a lot of stuff and we, we don't ask you anything for it. It's all free, but if you're a business out there, um, you know, we, we rely on our advertisers and our, and our business partners to help fund what we do. And that's promote high school athletes in the state of Idaho. If you are a business out there and, and you want to help us out because we definitely need the help. Right. And I understand the economy's in a bad place and we're post COVID and all this stuff, you know, we're hurting just like every other business and we're trying to keep, keep the ball rolling keep as much stuff going to you as we can. But if you want to help out in any way, there's no amount is too small. Just send an email to Logan at idahosports.com that's our sales manager logan at idahosports.com and every little bit helps so um all right i'll get off the soapbox now <laughs> and i'll tell I mean, if you want to sponsor us like nike or something that's fine we we take it yes hey, we're always looking for sponsors on the prep cast as <laughs> yeah. well yeah so east idaho business you know we i mean people love love tuning into us <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of a big deal no, yeah. no we're, no, we're not gonna no, go no. there um yes so anyways enjoy the competition this week we'll see you back here next week for another edition of the east idaho prepcast for sean kane i'm brandon baney thanks for tuning in on idaho sports